Hi, everybody, and welcome to GetSingingLessons.com podcast. Today, we are continuing to talk about the nine steps to vocal mastery course. And these first three episodes are all about the mental preparations before we do the practical steps to learning how to set up your vocal instrument. Now, again, a reminder, a lot of people gloss over these steps and don't really put a lot of mental preparation into setting up for the practical. I go, yeah, yeah, I want to sing. I'm excited. Let's just get into it. But like anything, if it's like having a table with wobbly legs, anything you put on top of that table, if they're wobbly, it's just going to fall over and break. Um, And honestly, singing, like I said, the practical steps aren't tricky But when you have to put them all together and juggle them all together and keep all the balls in the air, it all has to be automatic and set in your body so that you don't even have to think about it. Because as performers, once you, the first step is singing. That shouldn't be the one that takes you three or four years to do. Once you set up your voice, it should be about what do you want to do with it? Do I want to go sing in the shower or do I want to go out there and perform? And when you're out there performing, whether it's for yourself or for other people, that's where your energy should be lying in performance. Um, I'll do another podcast about that later on um, as this is just fundamentals. But you you'd want all this stuff to be automatic and the mental helps with that, especially when you're learning like I said, how to juggle all the practical techniques. And these positive mindset strategies and steps really help to move forward to be able to get your voice. Okay, so today is the second step, positive mindset. Now, I first want to chat to you about a lot of people that I train, okay, and even just punters that come up to me at gigs um, say, there's there's two sides to the story one will say singing is a natural born gift you know you either have it or you don't and the other half will say oh it's a skill you know you can learn it and over my 30 plus years of experience singing okay and having a voice but still having to perfect it to get it to a professional level um, my answer to that question is it's both And you go, oh, yeah, really? I'm tone deaf. I can't do this, right? Yes, but I've had students that have come to me that, you know, have had no music in their life growing up and, you know, not even be able to count or feel it um, because they haven't had the skills absorbed into them yet. It's like, again, learning how to tie your shoe, ride a bike, you know, learn your times tables. Once you learn, once the knowledge is there and you've been shown the knowledge or you know, explained the knowledge and you understand it, then you put it into the practical and muscle memory it, then it's not as, it's not this big mystery anymore. So anyone can get there. Um, The reason why everybody has the gift, if you can speak, you can sing, period. Okay. You did all the hard work (laughs) when you were born. What's the first thing we do? You know, you know, we, we cry, we make a sound without even thinking about it which means you're already you know projecting okay which is (laughs) amazing and a human right so what makes you think that oh I can't sing when if you're already making sound out of your mouth it's like going from crawling 
to walking to running okay it's just the next skill up and it's about having the knowledge on how to do that and that's what we're talking about in this nine step to vocal mastery course okay this podcast so if you can speak you can sing you did all the hard work when you're a kid learning how to you know learn your vowels and and do your speaking now it's just going from walking to running all right and you'll realize we do a lot of this already in our everyday life it's just that we've labeled it something else and we'll get more into that when we go into the five voices and our range um but we do everything that a great singer does a speaker that doesn't sing uses the same voices we've just labeled them differently and once you understand the connection and start to relabel things and you go oh i can use that for that it becomes a lot easier okay and that's taken me decades to figure out those links hence why i'm here <laughs> i'm sharing it with you so to me it is a skill and it, you you all have the gift inside it's just learning those skills okay um so let's get into the positive mindset chart strategies when you start to uh sing and start to do the practical like i said you're going to hit roadblocks there'll be you'll be overthinking that's the other thing you need to think with your 5 year old brain and you go excuse me what are you talking about <laughs> Um and I was a victim of this growing up. I everything my teacher would say, I would try so hard to do it that I would overthink it. I would just put it as a hard um exercise to do when like I said we already speak naturally. So if you calm down and just do the exercise, you realize, "Oh, this isn't as hard." And as kids, when I teach uh children, they usually get these techniques straight away they mimic me i say do something they squeak a little bit you know try to work around it once they get it they just do it we're adults the first thing we like to do is judge <laughs> before anything happens if it's something that feels like a little bit like sesame street <laughs> or i'm trying to dumb it down so that you can really understand it um our adultness comes in and we start to judge before even trying and it's like oh i can't do that oh i'm not sure before even opening your mouth and giving it a go uh which is where a lot of the problem lies as adults and learning new habits okay back at school um we're used to being told by a teacher learn this do this and we're like yes sir yes ma'am and we do it as we get older um less <laughs> we lose that skill because we're adults now and we can do everything ourselves but when we're learning anything new we have to go back into that okay i'm going to listen and absorb this information and enjoy doing it and play around with it and i don't someone like myself who is a perfectionist as well um and trying to grow out of that habit because it's not a great habit to have it's good to have the focus but not the perfectionism um especially in singing because singing it's constantly moving when you sing a song unlike an actor you can't go cut and watch that person and get them to do 50,000 takes when you're singing a song from beginning to end you have no wiggle room you have to go through the mistakes and go through um the periods just to you know get the song out and what i had to learn was you're never going to be 100% right ever even in this podcast right now <laughs> you know that i i'm going to be talking and then changing my mind about things 
and I could stop and have to restart all over again or you just keep getting through it and you listening to the gems that come out. Fair enough, okay? (laughs) It's about knowing that most of the time you're going to open your mouth. You'll probably be, once you're at a good level, you know, 80% right all the time and you'll always have that 20%, 10% that didn't work. But what I learned, instead of being a young kid and doing competitions and things like that and crying about it afterwards that I wasn't perfect, as I got older, I realized, okay, it's not going to be 100%, but what I do in that 20% that I don't do right and do these little tricks or scoop myself out of it so nobody noticed, because most of the time, let me tell you, crowds are like sheep. (laughs) They want you to do good. And if you show them your fear, then they'll fear with you. If you pretend it didn't happen or have techniques and ways to get through that which I do which I've learned over the years that I will share in other podcasts um, nobody remembers that because you can get yourself out of it to keep going and the more positive you have singing that song um, the less negative people will notice and it's a little trick okay (laughs) so that's just life too Um, you can put that in your everyday life So let's get back to this positive mindset, shall we? And the positive mindset chart strategies that I have. Um, When you come to a challenge, when you're singing or learning a practical step, okay, again, use your five-year-old brain. Don't be in judgment. Just play with it, have fun with it. But stop, evaluate and reset. So just say you're, you're trying out a new technique, whether it's breathing, articulation, dissecting a song, playing around with something and you just you've been doing it for 10 20 minutes and you're really struggling and you're just like nah I'm just it's not happening okay most people will try to push through it and then just say this isn't for me I'm a failure at this and walk away and never touch it again thinking that you know they can never get better and now if I had this attitude I would have stopped singing at probably the age of five (laughs) all right um The aim is to keep that joy, obviously, inside of you. But when you're really struggling with something and it's been 10, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, stop. Walk away from it, okay? You're never going to do anything in that mindset, in a negative mindset. It will never help you. Walk away, say, okay, I'm not getting it right now. I'll let it go. I'll absorb a little bit more. Come back. Look at the lesson again. Evaluate it a little bit more, okay? And play with it again, okay? You didn't not learn how to tie your shoes once you know if you failed a couple of times you kept going because it's something you wanted and that's where your big enough why really steps into play as well right our first step um so the main aim for mindset strategies is stop evaluate reset um what else i have on this chart is what are my thoughts saying to me when you're in that negative uh, you know negative or positive mindset are they negative or positive sorry let me say that again what are my thoughts saying to me are they negative or positive okay um find phrases that can help you change the negative back into the positive thought example negative thought i can't get this i can't do this i'm a failure positive thought i can get this i just need to breathe and try again or have a break and come back okay and and this is very very important Um, I wish I'd really 
trusted that step growing up instead of getting so frustrated because then it takes you longer to get you to your success. Trust me on this, okay? I've got decades of baggage of that. So that's a really important lesson. The next thing is if, if you have been trying for a while and you are stuck, just stop and chill. Yep, like I said, for 20 minutes, then come back and, you know, with more focus. Remind yourself you are working on a new skill that may need time and that's okay. Now, if you're an adult, we have habits that we've had all our lives. The way we speak, you know, the laziness of the way we speak because we're never really taught in most countries how to speak properly okay we uh, articulation and being clean communication doesn't really get taught in your everyday grade one to seven uh, school which i think it should be i think it's important to me it's a health thing um, but you have these habits that you've accumulated over decades and decades and that's why people think their failures oh, i'll never get it like, you know, changing your food habits or changing your, you know, exercise habits when we get older. Um, it's important to know that you have to change those habits and that's going to take a little bit of time. And to be forgiving of yourself, knowing, okay, I've got a really conscious habit and focus on that habit to change it. Don't keep glossing over it. Um, what else have I got here? You are working on retaining vocal habits that need to be reset. Yeah. Okay. Which you've just discussed. Get curious and play around with it. What's so fun about learning new things, whether it's learning a new language or anything new as an adult, it's being excited about it. And usually, like I said, with singing, we're all excited at the beginning and then we start to get into it. And if, if, we can't do something, it loses its shine a little bit. So you've got to keep playing with it and have fun with it, okay? You've got to be so passionate and go, yeah, this is fun. Or take away the perfectionism and not be so like, it's do or die. It's like, look, I'm just having fun. And by having fun, I promise you, because you keep um, practicing, that it will get better, okay? It just does. <laughs> I promise. And um, also... We've got, uh, once you have calmed down and reset your positive mindset, you know, after you've been in a very negative mindset, read through the step again and break it down um, step by step and do it in smaller sections. So I'm a person that's a lot of people when they learn a visual or they need to, they're more, you know, touch or they're uh, listening, Okay. Um, and for me, I needed all three. I need all three. I need to be everything. <laughs> Some people are very visual. Some people, you know, really just use their ears to learn stuff. Um, with singing, it, it is more ears than eyes. Okay, the eyes can get in the way. But learning, and learning these new skills, if I couldn't get something that was great with my teacher, is she would break it down to small bite-sized pieces which really, really helped me as a kid because I couldn't handle a lot of information at once because I was such a perfectionist, it would overwhelm me, um, that I needed bite-sized pieces. So if, I, if you jump into one of my nine steps to vocal mastery or just you can get just mini courses, just get the breath or just get the body alignment. Um, the cool thing with um, you know buying a $30 course or something or just the section of it 
or buying the whole course, you have it for life to go back and go over it and over it and over it and over it again without having to pay lessons over and over and over again and getting it lost. Having the information there all the time is a really cool little feature, okay? Um, And being able to just listen to something and just watch it until it becomes automatic in you and natural. And breaking it down so that a three-year-old could do it, you know. Um, you got a breathing technique or something like that and you're like, okay, that's way too much for me to handle. Say it's counting to 13 and you're like, I can't even get to 13. Well, that is okay, you know. Breathe correctly to one first, you know. Get one down and say, that is way too easy. Okay, well, then I'm, I'm going to do two. And as you progress that through the system, you'll end up getting to 13. So even if somebody's presenting something to you that seems like a big chunk, break it down even more. You know, it, it, there's no rush on, on learning how to sing unless you have a gig like tomorrow, which most of you aren't going to have, you know. Um, it's just about growing. It's a hobby. It's like a golfer learning how to play golf or how to play sports, same deal, all right? So I'm going to leave you there with that. But positive mindset chart strategies, the positive mindset, it's super, 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 super important to keep your mind positive and to have fun with it and to break down the steps when you need to. Think with your five-year-old brain and don't be a perfectionist about it, you know? And if you're really struggling, let it go, but don't give up. Just let it go and then come back to it with a fresh mind. Even the cool thing with singing, whatever level you're at, you can go away for a couple of months, a year, you know, a decade and come back and you it will still be there. Probably, you know, still at the same level that you're at. You can always build from it. So you never have to be scared that you're going to lose it completely. Okay. Um, which I've seen a lot with my students. Um All right, so that is positive mindset. I hope those little tips and tricks help you through the process as we keep growing this podcast with going into our practical. Our next podcast or our next episode is step three, which is all about practice methods. It's the last step before we get into the practical, um, which is, again, I'll explain in uh, the episode how important a practice place is and everything that comes along with it all right a good good practice method in place you won't if you don't sorry if you don't have a good practice method in place you won't achieve your best um, singing voice to its fullest and trust me on this I've seen it with so many clients um, not having a place to be able to sing but we will get into that okay so um, and just remember to remember positive mindset plays a key factor in learning singing and needs to be an automatic reflex so when it's time to problem solve you have your strategy ready okay so i will see you for our next episode for step three for practice methods and if you're still curious to check out more please go to getsinginglessons.com or www learn to sing dash online.com where all my online courses are and have a little flick through all right i'll see you next episode